0: Well, hi again. This is Heather Bayer at Vacation Rental Success. And this is episode number six. And I'm just back from the HomeAway Summit in Phoenix. And uh, I have a lot to talk about about that. And also I'm delighted to have a very special guest for us today. Well, it's been a week or so, actually, since I came back from Phoenix, and I'm still digesting a lot of the things I learned. Um, I've been in touch with quite a few people that I met there. I've written a couple of blog posts about it. If you've been to Cottage Blogger recently, you may have seen quite a, um, a lengthy post I did, which really uh, gave all the notes for the presentation I, I delivered there called the power of Wow and uh, I also went to a number of other presentations uh, networked with a huge amount of people and all in all had a great time um, over the next uh, few weeks I'm sure I'm going to be writing blog posts about some of the things I learned and uh, and perhaps talking to some of the other people I met there and uh, on that note I'm really delighted to have been able to meet Matt Landau uh, at the summit and uh, to have him on the show today as as my special guest. Matt is the uh, he's the owner of a number of vacation rentals in Panama and he's the founder of the vacation rental marketing blog and uh, VR Leap, which is the resource store for vacation rental owners. On there, Matt has put a whole bunch of um, really valuable resources for owners. And the majority of them are free. So pop on over there after you've listened to the show and uh, and check them out. It's really, really worthwhile. And I'm sure you're going to enjoy the uh, the chat that I'm having with, uh, with Matt today. I have to point out that... Uh, Halfway through our interview, Skype failed us and uh, and really didn't do very well. We had to stop the recording and Matt had to change over from um, a Skype input to uh, to a landline. So the quality does, uh, it, it alters. I don't think it really changes it too much. Um, however, you will notice sort of halfway through that there is um, there is a change in the audio sound. So that's a little apology for that, but you know, basically, the, uh, the the material we talk about, the content in the interview is so valuable, I don't think you're going to notice any difference. Um, a couple of things that, that I did learn about in Phoenix, um, We there was a great session on uh, social media uh, on the first day, and I went and sat in. It was a three-hour session, which was uh, quite lengthy, and I actually made it all the way through, through to the end. There was a... Uh, an owner there who spend, has spent a lot of time developing her Facebook page. And her name is Evelyn Gallardo. And I'm going to put um, links to Evelyn's Facebook page and some other links to her site. And I think you'll find them quite interesting, because she spends a lot of time working on this Facebook page. And You'll be quite interested in the sort of things that she's posting on there. some of the things that we we often say are a real no-no, like images with people in them. I'm moving towards um, the idea of of at least having one or two photographs on on your listing or on your website that actually um, you know have people have real people in them. It just gives a bit of life to to the whole thing. Um, so. But have a look and uh, and see what you think I am hoping to get an interview with Evelyn uh, over the next uh, month or so so uh, keep a keep a lookout for that I'd also like to thank all those people who've recently signed up for cottageblogger.com It's absolutely great to uh, to have you subscribing to the blog The more people that we have on the more engagement we're getting on in the comments on the blog and that's that's really terrific. And you know I'm I love it when people comment and I can get back and answer questions or make some contribution. It it really is great. So the more comments uh you make, you can be pretty much guaranteed that I'm going to get back to you in some way or another. So please continue to do so. Uh what else did um uh did I get out of the conference? I think mainly it was the networking with so many motivated, positive just delightful owners that there were just so many it was it was really neat to be able to go in at each mealtime and sit down at a at a, a table with perhaps 10 or 12 people and the first thing everybody was saying was where's your place and tell me about it and we were exchanging business cards and of course the iPhones and the iPads were coming out and everybody was showing pictures of their properties uh, showing off their listings and it was a real real immersion in the industry for a whole weekend. and I have to say the hotel was pretty fantastic too and I've never been to a conference before where every time you walked out of a room to go to another room there was a different type of food waiting for you. It was just a constant delivery of the most amazing um, food and, and drink and um, I had a great time and I can't wait for next year. I do hope they invite me back to do another presentation. I absolutely loved it. And uh, I have to say I had a, an absolutely full house with uh, with people even sitting down the centre of the aisle and around the edges of the room. That's really gratifying. I've been doing public speaking off and on for about 20 years as I used to be a, a management consultant and management trainer so I used to stand up in front of a lot of managers and and uh, talk about really dry stuff like data protection and some sort of sales and marketing theory so it was really great to stand up in front of people who are really interested in making the making their listings really pop making them shout out to guests and make them say I want that and I want it now so uh, yeah, home away, come back to me. I'd love to come again next year. And oh, goodness, if it happens to be in Phoenix again, then even better, because that was just wonderful. So, of course, on the first, uh, on the first nights, there was a networking reception and I was on the lookout for Matt Landau because uh, Matt and I have, um, have sort of been in contact uh, off and on over the past couple of years, um, but we 'd never got to meet face to face so it was really, really neat to uh, meet Matt and his business partner Marty and we had a really good long chat and in fact, over the weekend we uh, we, we touched base on a number of occasions each time you know the conversation never never faltered uh, we 're we're really like minds uh, although as i explained later in the interview matt is uh, is very analytical and uh, left-brained whereas i tend to be much more right-brained i guess all over the place as as my business partner craig would say but anyway while we while i was talking to matt and i said how about how about we do an interview and you come on to vacation rental success and let's talk about this and he was uh, he was very happy to do so so In a moment, I'm going to introduce uh, Matt Lando, who's the founder of the Vacation Rental Marketing blog and VR Leap, which is the resource store for vacation rental owners. So without further ado, let's move on and uh, um, we'll have a chat uh, with Matt. Well, I'm delighted to be here today and interviewing somebody that I've been talking to through email off and on for the last couple of years, I think. And I've followed uh, Matt Landau's progress in the vacation rent industry for that amount of time. I'm just stoked to have Matt with me today. And we're going to have a a long chat about everything to do with vacation rentals and uh, what makes it work for Matt. Hi, Matt. How are you doing?
1: I'm great. How are you, Heather?
0: I'm really, really good. So whereabouts are you at the moment?
1: I am in Baltimore, Maryland.
0: Okay. East
1: Coast visiting my parents for the weekend.
0: Terrific. I, I think you, you went there directly from the Away Summit in Phoenix, didn't you?
1: Yep, that's exactly right.
0: And, uh, and back to where?
1: Back to where? Uh, back to Panama, which is um, more or less home for me for most of the year. Panama City, Panama, which is the tiny little isthmus that connects North America and South America.
0: Yeah, I think I only know it from, I, I guess, like most people do, the Panama Canal. Um, I haven't heard... I hadn't heard much about didn't know much about Panama until I started um following what you were doing and checked out your um your <laughs> website and and the place there and I'm going to t- ask you to talk about that uh, that in a few moments now just just as um as a quick uh, aside here everything I mention in the podcast today uh all the links and uh every anything that Matt and I talk about that you want to uh, follow along after listening i'm going to put everything onto the show notes so there will be a ton of links i think lots to go on and uh, and read about and uh, so you can get to know matt a bit more after the uh, after the episode uh, as well as listening to him here so matt what got you into the vacation rental business in the first place i'm always interested in asking people you know why why are they doing this
1: um you know for me it was it was not necessarily um a, a particular industry. It was a neighborhood. Um, so when I initially visited Panama City, Panama, um, and more specifically the historic district, which is where um, we now operate our rentals, I really fell in love with the neighborhood. Um, and it was back in two thousand six, two thousand seven, when the neighborhood was still very fringe, and there was still um, some very rough patches that uh, that needed to be overcome. So. There was something sort of bizarre and charming about the neighborhood that I really sort of got attached to on that first little trip down. Um, And at the time, because it was so new, um, there was only one place to stay, and that was a tiny fleet of vacation rentals um, owned by two guys from Holland. And that was where I stayed. And that business, as they named it, was Los Cuatro Tulipanes, which is the four tulips. Um, and at the time it was four apartments, um, smack dab in the center of the historic district. And um, again, it wasn't necessarily the the properties themselves that drew me to this to this industry, but more the neighborhood. so i kind of I kind of got my foot in the door at the right time, um not unlike a lot of us are kind of feeling now with the vacation industry, vacation rental industry as a whole. Um, and when I was presented with the opportunity to buy them out, um it seemed like, only the natural thing to do. It was one of the only neighborhoods that's ever really impacted me in such a way. Um, and now I find myself seven years later with a fleet of seven boutique vacation rentals and one boutique hotel just around the corner um, of three rooms. And uh, time flies, I guess you could say, when you're having fun.
0: <laughs> that That's amazing. And uh, you can guarantee that sometime I'm going to make my way down to Panama and check this out because the, uh, I've checked out the photographs on the website. It looks absolutely stunning. You've, looked, you've done such an amazing, amazing job with it.
1: I can't take any credit for the actual restoration. Um, that, was, that was entirely um, the, guy, the Dutch guys before me. But what I can say is that the neighborhood itself is arguably the most interesting neighborhood um, on the continent. And that's why not only myself, but a number of um, very well-traveled expats um, now call it home.
0: Oh, that sounds fabulous. Uh, So you got into um, purchasing property and creating um, wonderful places for guests, but you've now moved on and we have the Vacation Rental Marketing blog and VR Leap. So talking about The Leap, what uh, what made you go from just you know being a vacation rental owner to sharing all that you've learned with uh, with your audience, which which is pretty big at the moment? And I know from talking to people at the uh, at the Home Away Summit that you are extremely well respected as a provider of information. Um, so how did you how did you make that uh, that that move? What made you want to do that?
1: When I first got involved, I had no experience in hospitality. I had no experience in vacation rentals, or, or really any kind of online marketing. Um, what I did know was that when guests visit a new location, when travelers are exploring um, and designating, you know, destinations, um, they look for things that are authentic and they look for things that are different. No longer are people interested in visiting, um, you know, Miami Beach. And no longer are people interested in going on big cruises. The true travelers these days are really looking for authentic experiences where they can immerse themselves in in local culture and really experience what life is like as a local um, in that new place. So uh, I've found that really people really want to feel like they're in a foreign place when they when they're traveling, Um, and and the neighborhood that I mentioned really evokes that um, that feeling. The moment you hit it, you know you're not in Kansas anymore. Um, so, when I first started, I realized I had a long way to go, not only in learning to market our properties, but learning to market our neighborhood. Uh, I was the only one doing marketing at that time for, for Casco Viejo, which is the name of, of our little historic district. Um, so it was quite a um, challenge ahead, and if I was anything, it was analytical. And that is to say, keeping track of what was working and what wasn't. So at the beginning, I was very much in the dark, not unlike a lot of vacation rental owners when they're first starting out. Um, you know, I knew about VRBO. I knew about Homeway. But beyond that, my my repertoire was very limited. Um, and right off the bat, I realized that relying on these kind of sites, the VRBOs, the flip keys, um, you're... you're very dependent on a third party, and and I didn't like that feeling, to be honest with you. There were weeks when we would get 10 inquiries, and then there were weeks where we would get one uh, one or two inquiries. Um, There were times when the prices of these listing sites would go up, and we'd be sort of at their beck and call to to oblige. Um, So I began starting a seven-year-long process of trial and error, um, really testing out the techniques that were directly generating bookings and those which were... You know, sort of um, less effective. Um, and as a more or less a one man shop, my time and my resources were very limited. Again, not unlike most vacation rental owners, they're not in this full time. Um, they don't have a fleet of twenty rentals that they're responsible for renting out. It's more or less starts off as a hobby. Um, and if you take this analytical approach, like I did, um, it at least gives you a little bit of light. Uh, along the way. So after several years of of really finding a pretty lean portfolio of techniques that were working and things that weren't, um, I realized it could really resonate with a lot of other owners. Um, I, I'm always a fan of hiring an expert to save me time from doing something. Heather, you mentioned that you took your podcast course. Um, a price can't really be put on, on, on saving years or shaving years off your learning curve. Um, so I decided to put my knowledge, you know, into into words, and I started blogging on the vacation rental marketing blog entirely for free. Uh, I put together a report, which is a sixty-page report, which details my my top performing techniques. Um, and again, everything is just designed to save owners' time and energy, and and frankly, um, you know, their wits about them, because if. If you're like me and you're not getting bookings for a consistent period, you tend to go crazy. Um, so, so my products are designed for those type of people who are just like me, you know, who started off with very little um, experience, who maybe were the do-it-yourself types. They they wanted to get more bookings, they wanted to get more involved in the marketing, but they didn't really know where to go. Um, and so, the blog and VR Leap, which is my store, which features 75% free items, 25% paid products. Um, became sort of hubs for those type of people looking to improve their goals.
0: Yeah, and the, I've uh, you know looking through uh, both uh, both the blog and, uh, and VR Leap, there is such a ton of stuff on there. You know, just just to recap what you were saying a bit earlier on, and, and I just wanted to totally agree with the, with one point you were making, and it uh, I made a couple of notes here, uh, and it's all this 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 um, thing about living like a local, and that's what we want people to do when they when they come to us and it's uh, it ties in with that that thing that we are doing as vacation rental owners which is differentiating from hotels because you were saying when they when people come to to your historic neighborhood they want to to feel the atmosphere and and be be there as if they live there all the time which is so different from uh, you know going to the the local um, the the local Hilton or or other um standardized hotel. And yes. that, that that's just a perfect way of doing it. And, you know, I see this growing everywhere. Uh, and I just wanted to touch on that. So um, uh, and the other the other thing I, I really that really resonated with me that you said was um, that owners need to do more than just list. And I see this uh, all the time with um, uh, with the owners that I work with that are uh, that are entering the business and they have perhaps been in there a year or so and it's just well nothing's really working for me. Sometimes I'm getting a lot of inquiries and sometimes I, I get a few inquiries and then I say to them, well, what are you doing? And it's just well, well, I've got my listing, and that's it. Right. And I know that uh, that you are encouraging a lot of uh, uh, people to do a lot of different things like uh, like blogging and and having their own website, but also this this whole issue of analytics and i find that totally fascinating um i went to your presentation at the summit which was called um getting analytical um i think you need a new title
1: (laughs) (laughs) i need to i need to hire an expert to get me a new title for my presentation
0: (laughs) no it it was it was really good and i i went to a couple of presentations there and uh you know in general the standard was excellent but uh, but i did find that uh, you know i sat all the way through to the end of yours and i made notes and um, and, and the the lady who was sitting next to me was um, was making copious notes too so it obviously the, the information you were getting get, you were getting over was was really really valuable um, you know i I'd, I'd love it if you just went through the whole presentation now but we we're, we're limited for time so in a nutshell You know, can you talk a little bit about this whole issue of of analytics, what just an an owner of one property could do to to increase their occupancy by using some of your analytical methods?
1: Sure. Um, Our presentation, we didn't want it to be about any particular tool or necessarily any particular technique. Um, because if anyone's like me, you don't really like being told what to do. Um, we really wanted to just get people thinking. We really wanted to sort of spur this, um, this innovative, um, creative process. And for us, uh, Marty, who's my business partner and myself, um, that comes from a very, very simple, um, yet kind of difficult, <laughs> in a way, um, process, which is being analytical about your marketing. When we say analytical, um, what we talk about is really just the mere process of tracking what's what's working and what's not. You know, what listing site is sending how many inquiries, which are converting into how many bookings, which is resulting in what total um, price, for instance. Um, the mere process of doing that gets you in a very sort of scientific mindset, and almost like little um, laboratories. You can, you can manipulate your marketing portfolio based on what's working or what's not. So what concerned me the most before I sort of put that presentation together was the amount of owners that were just, you know, blindly swinging at different um, marketing techniques. Oh, this site looks interesting. I'll try it. And then after a year um, just sort of eyeballing whether or not they thought it was effective, and deciding to uh, uh, to renew or to to cancel. That same instance in so many different scenarios, the the, the eyeballing effect um, can be very dangerous. I think for a vacation rental owner whose resources are so tight, um, and I mean for a site like VRBO, you're spending anywhere from 500 to I don't know what is the most expensive Heather, two thousand dollars a year.
0: Uh, yeah, probably. Something like that.: Yeah, there are those who are, who are up at that level and, and maybe achieve maybe achieving something from it, but, uh, but you're absolutely so right. I, I the, don't think they're, they're, they're doing that measurement.
1: the The numbers are not, um, they're not insignificant, those prices. So to not be very carefully tracking what's working and what's not, um, to me is pretty irresponsible as a, as a business owner, um, because your vacation rental is a business, it's not a hobby. Um, And that was another thing we kind of wanted to get over is that people really need to look at these, these marketing expenses as investments. They're not costs; they're investments. And like any other investment, you're going to track and see how it's doing. And if it's panning out for you, you're going to upgrade or maybe just renew. And if it's not panning out, you need to cut it out of your budget because we don't have, have space for all that fat as, as small time owners. So that was sort of the theme of our presentation. We gave a couple types of tests that we like to run, you know. Testing to see which listing sites produce precisely how many inquiries. Um, testing to see uh, which photo is more compelling um, for a featured photo on your listing page than another photo. Um, really anything that falls under the category of A-B testing, which is pinning one control up against one variable. Um, that was sort of the theme of the presentation. And again, really just to get people thinking that that if they take a little bit of time and if they're consistent and, and and methodical about checking these things once every you know once every month or once every two months just going back and and checking what's working and what's not um it can be the difference between an incredibly lean and effective marketing portfolio and one sort of that falls
0: by the wayside yeah it was uh, it, it it was interesting to me because i in, in my business, as, as you know, I'm running a rent- rental agency as well, and we've got over 200 properties, and we advertise on numerous sites. Um, and, and I'm not sure that we do that uh, as, as a, a larger business. We're, we're just not spending the time.
1: And that was sort of one of the, the side themes of our presentation in that there is a giant range, uh, um, this big scope of, of interest levels of owners, Right. So there's people like me who are fanatical about keeping track of what's working and what's not. And then Marty, who's my business partner, sort of falls on the other side of the the spectrum of people who really don't enjoy it at all. And I think that describes a lot of people. Um, So the the message was to try to find that that sweet spot in between um, and and put aside several minutes, even if it's 30 minutes every month, uh, in the same way that you might pay uh, an electricity bill um, to go ahead and evaluate what seems to be working from a marketing perspective and what's not, um, and that simple act of of documenting those things tends to get you into the right mindset.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, that you know that that's certainly what uh, what we're moving to um, in in our business. But uh, so 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 you feel this is really worthwhile for somebody who just has one uh, one property. So something I was talking to with an owner. Uh, over breakfast last week and she said she'd she'd been to the to, to your presentation and found it really really interesting and then she said, but I don't really think it applies to me because I only have one property. And I and I said, I and I, I don't know whether it was it was you or Marty or somebody else that said this over the weekend. Well are you one hundred percent booked? And she said, Well no, no no probably about fifty percent. And yeah
1: I mean it, it really boils down to do you want to increase your bookings or not if you really want to do this, um, getting analytical is a, is a free um, you know relatively straightforward thing that you can do that if you know organized and done properly it 's pretty much impossible not to improve um, so from my perspective, the smaller um, a businesses you know for, for one property owner single property owners um, that's when it's most important. That's when finances are are the tightest. That's when your marketing decisions are the most crucial. So for my rentals, we now have seven rentals in addition to three boutique hotel rooms. I can afford to spend $3,000 on Google AdWords for a month, Um, but only because I worked my way up from that very, very starting position to know precisely what was working and what wasn't. When you go back to um, a single property owner, they can't afford that sort of thing. So they need to be extra tight and extra smart with their expenditures. And for me, getting analytical is a very sort of simple component of that.
0: Yeah, it, um, it, it did strike a chord with me when I was talking to, to this woman because I thought I, you know, I remember buying my first one and at one point I was running five um, separate properties. And But going back to the very first one, if I hadn't been analytical on what I was doing um, with the marketing, I wouldn't have got to the stage of being able to buy the second one. Right. Um, exactly. So, it, you know, it's, it really is as, as simple as that. And then using those same, same techniques on, on the second one and then the third one, and, it, uh, and, and then you refine them over time. Now,
1: and, You know, one thing that struck me at the, at the summit was that everyone seemed to be very smart and, and I got the impression, you know, most people seemed pretty well off. They had one, if not two or three, vacation homes that they were making money off, as you know, uh, on the side. Um, I think all of them have that analytical um, bone in their body already. It's kind of what led them to make the smart purchase of buying a vacation rental property in the first place. Um, I think it's really just an, an, an annoyance almost at this point. The marketing perspective. Um, of just being persistent enough and and following through.
0: And I think there's so much out there at the moment. It's uh, th- there's just so much choice as to you know where where you list, um, you know what you should do. Whether you should use a blog, whether you should use uh, Google AdWords or Facebook mm-hmm. ads. And I think it's uh, and I think this is what you're doing with uh, with the resources you've got on VR Leap is helping people to to get through that maze of, of choices.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, right now, I think vacation rental owners have had it pretty easy. Um, we've always been able to sign up for one or two listing sites, and bam, we've got most of our bookings accounted for. Um, I think that's going to change um, dramatically, and more and more owners are going to need various you know, additional tools to to increase their bookings, and... Those who are getting on that bandwagon now are going to be so much more prepared when when competition gets a little a little stiffer um, than those who are just kind of waiting and complaining and and hoping that things will turn around. Uh,
0: yeah, you're right about the, uh, the 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 people who were attending that summit. I, I guess we are we were are actually looking at at. One particular sector of the vacation rental market. I mean, people who come to s to a summit sure. summit like that are are highly motivated. They're um, that they, they are professional in what they do. They see it as a business, um, and I think it's uh, th- a target. Is of course those people who who are who weren't there. The ones that. Uh, that are perhaps thinking that they can do it as a hobby, coming into the into the market and then finding it much much tougher. I mean, in in our business, we've seen a massive increase in inventory. Um, we went to a uh, we, we go to what's what's called the Cottage Life Show in Toronto every spring, and th- this is focused on people that have second homes, and and this year we had the most. Um, I think more leads than we had in the previous three years put together, and it, so it just seems that it's it's the economy. We we have some issues with the with the realty market here in Ontario and and second homes perhaps sitting around the market too long. But for whatever reason, more and more people are getting into this, and I think it's important that they come in with the right frame of mind and understanding that it's a, it's a little bit more than just posting a listing on. Craigslist and sitting back and hoping for the best. Absolutely. Yeah. So in your presentation, and I wanted to mention this because this just it w- it was just a neat little thing that fascinated me, and it was called Zipinion, and I I got it. it was a site where you can post different images and and then ask for feedback.
1: Yeah, I I really just stumbled on that site um a little while ago and sort of deemed it absolutely perfect for vacation rental owners, um, which is when I kind of reached out to the the, the creator and. Set, set up a deal for my subscribers, but the, the technology is very simple. It allows um, just about anyone to post a test, an A-B test between two components. It can either be two bits of text um, or two photos. And um, once you hit publish, within about 15 minutes, you have 100 um, opinions from qualified Um, you know, professionals out in the world who are paid per survey to complete. Um, You have not only which they prefer, but um, in almost all cases, actual feedback about the particulars. So you might put a photo um, of your bedroom from one side, and then you might compare that to the same photo from your bedroom from the other side of the bedroom. Uh, And and the, the feedback is oftentimes just black and white. So the examples that I... So during my presentation were so compelling and complete um, that you can't, you can't ignore it. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what the prices start at right now, but um, as, a, as a marketing tool determining what listing titles are, are more compelling than others or what featured photo is more beachy or you know, whatever, whatever um, target you're going after, that, that tool seemed absolutely perfect for our kind of um, subscriber base.
0: Yeah, so, so, so that that is certainly getting analytical. Um, I ha- and once again, I hadn't really thought about uh, that at all. And I, I I probably go and see a hundred or more properties every year, and I'm just zipping around taking photographs um, as professionally as I can. But um, I I I don't have huge expertise in the area, but they seem to work. But by using something like this, clearly you're getting the, some, as you, as you say, qualified opinions on, uh, on whether they actually do work for people because unless you ask the question, you'll never know and you're just sort of stumbling in the dark hoping that, that what you've posted is going to attract the attention, right?
1: Absolutely. And, and so many times as, as owners, we're working on our vacation rentals and we're working on our marketing all day, every day, or you know, however long it is. And we get a little bit jaded. Uh, our perspective becomes almost uh, an internal perspective, right? And getting that third-party sort of 50,000-foot view of what your rental is like to the bulk of travelers, not just you who has been inside it for the past 20 years, um, is incredibly valuable.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, so so you said you got a deal for your uh, readers on Zopinion. Yeah, we, we launched a deal about
1: four or five months ago that... Um, gave our our subscribers five free polls. Um that deal's not available anymore, but I'm working on on a second deal with with the owner because it was so successful.
0: Okay. Well, you know, if um if anybody out there is interested in that, then uh, just keep an eye on um on Matt's blog and I'm sure there'll be something coming up when uh, when he has made uh, uh another deal with Zipinian. Okay. I I just think that's uh, I I'll I'll certainly be watching out for that one cuz I I want to uh I, I want to try it out i think it's uh...
1: yeah like one of the one of the attendees he raised his hand and he said i just would like everyone to know that his opinion is very addictive <laughs> and it is you'll just want to keep doing it
0: uh yes yeah and i yeah pro- probably better than candy crush though <laughs> um i've been uh I, I spent an hour yesterday and i have been on your blog many many times and but just spent an hour just going through some of the posts and and i i just find that you know the the, the quality of what you're writing about is just amazing um and uh it we we seem to be complementary uh in in what we we are doing um individually with your what you're doing with the vacation rental marketing blog and what i'm doing with cottage blogger um your yours seems to be more so much more focused on the marketing side where they're where whereas I'm focusing more on um the experience that renters have but I think uh, you know that there's a lot of um uh, you know a lot of crossing over as well so you know I'm certainly I I would love to suggest you know to all my my um subscribers that they pop on over to vacation rental marketing blog and uh, and unsubscribe there because uh, there's just some Really, really valuable information, um, Matt. You you just write prolifically. Uh, I looked this morning, and there were two blog posts of, you know, that, that that you um you wrote yesterday. Um, how do you do it?
1: you, you know, it's not really um, much of a. It's not really that interesting. I wake up every morning and I write for about thirty minutes. Um, in in the same way that being um, methodical about any aspect of your marketing. Um, helps. Really I just set myself a goal and I write for 30 minutes every morning and sometimes I produce a great article and sometimes I produce a terrible article that I never (laughs) publish. Um, But the idea is to get into the groove, you know, to get your body um, into the swing of things so that it becomes much easier. And that first hurdle of sitting down that first morning and writing for 30 minutes is never comfortable in the same way um, that, you know, starting to train for a big Ironman, for instance, is not very comfortable on that first day. But once you really do get in the swing of things and your body sort of calibrates, um, you can become just as, as prolific as you'd like. So uh, really 30 minutes every morning is all I do.
0: Well, that, that's amazing because what you're producing in that 30 minutes is, is, is terrific. Um, okay. what, uh, if, if, if somebody's coming to your site for the first time, what would you recommend that they check out first of all? Um,
1: I would recommend they click on the main banner that's there on the home page that says get started. Um, it's a little bit of a, of a primer. It'll take about five minutes to read. It's a description of where I'm coming from and, and why um, all this information that we've collected is so important. They um, should keep in mind that everything on the blog is free. Um, so you know, if, if budgets are tight, which I know they are for a lot of people, um, it's a great place to start and just start accumulating a, a wealth of information and improving your, your, your marketing portfolio. And every idea is not going to work for every owner. Um, the, the idea with the blog is the same with the presentation. We just want to get people thinking and give them ideas. Um, the range of subscribers we have ranges from you know, expert property managers with thousands of properties under their belt to first-time property owners who have just recently gotten the game. Um, so the intention really is just to get you thinking, get those creative juices flowing, um, and just kind of consume as much information as you can. And once um, you've gotten to that point, you can kind of make more educated decisions for yourself: um, what's going to work best, what you're most comfortable with, um, you know, what costs the least amount of money, what's the most, you know, comfortable. Yada yada yada.
0: Yeah, i looking down the categories. Um, there's one missing that I I. I perhaps would have expected to see but uh, I, th- I think you're going to tell me why and that's social media um, I don't hear you see you talking very much about Facebook um, or um, <clears throat> and I know that you're, you're, you're active on Twitter but you don't mention it too much well what are your views on, on social media as a tool for marketing
1: yeah it's a great question and I don't by any means think that my um, you know my word is definitive in the industry by any means um, just in my particular experience um, which is really what my blog is all about, what has worked for me, um, social media didn't seem to be producing it, the kind of returns that all the other um, techniques were. So if I only had 20 minutes to sit down once a week, um, spending time posting on Facebook to my, to my um, followers or fo- posting to Twitter was not generating any new bookings for me. Um, and that was conclusive. That was over a period of a number of years. Um, so it's not to say that social media won't work for anyone, by any means, um, but in my personal experience, um, the social media techniques were not as productive as, say, email marketing, where I could blast off an email to all 2,000 of my previous guests um, and offer a special discount. So just in terms of pound-for-pound bookings, I tend to focus less on social media just because I'm not an expert in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there, a- a- as you know, at the summit, there were plenty of people who were praising various techni- techniques on social media, and I bet they work. I don't think they're lying, um, but again, my, my blog is all about things that have worked for me personally, and I'm not going to um, kind of lie and make up any kind of tricks that will work that I haven't tried myself and that haven't actually produced bookings, so that's why you don't see the, the category on the side, I let kind of the other experts uh, take care of that stuff.
0: Yes, yeah, so I, I get a little lost, I, I don't do, I, I know Facebook works for people, I don't do a great deal of it myself. Um, and, and again, with, uh, with Google plus, and I've played around with Pinterest a little, I still can't figure out how it, um, it drives traffic. So I'm, I'm still working on that, but I, I you know, I, I really applaud what, uh, what, what you just said that, uh, you know, you, you're, you're talking about what works for you rather than, um, than touching on a, a lot of stuff that, that perhaps you don't have that expertise in. Um, <clears throat> you, um, Oh yes, you did. You you have the uh, in VR Leap. You have um, a number of um, free resources and some paid resources. Do you want to just talk about that? Just uh, you know, what is yeah. it? What is in there, and and what um, what you might recommend for somebody who's looking through? Because you know, nobody nobody wants to to part with money for something that uh, that they're not sure about. And I know that um, sure. VR Leap actually explains what each resource is, but. Uh, you know, your, your expert opinion on what might work for a first-time owner would be very useful.
1: Uh, I'm at a fortunate time in this vacation rental marketing sort of process um, in that I'm not really... Uh, my goal is to increase my subscriber base and to really share this information with as many people as I possibly can. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be able to give most of it away for free just because, um, you know, most of the time I'm actually working on my rentals and that's what makes me money for a living. Um, so the reason why you see so many reports um, and courses and that kind of thing for free on VR Leap is really just to build trust and show people that this, is, this stuff really works. Um, several years from now, those same products might be for sale, um, but for the moment, um, something like the Definitive Guide on Vacation Rental Email Marketing, um, that's something that I use every single month and it probably generates several thousand dollars in revenue every single month um, in, that, in that book, which is free. Um, owners can learn how to gather their um, previous guests' emails. They can learn how to open a new um, email marketing account. They can learn how to send out messages. They can learn how to build trust with their own previous guests, something like that, which really on the market should be 50 or $100. Bucks. Um, we're fortunate enough to be able to give it away for free right now, and I think that kind of puts VR leap and, and um, vacation rental marketing blog, and not unlike Cottage Blogger, um, we have other jobs for a living, so this is not our, our pure um, substance. You know, this, is, this is a side project, and we're really just trying to build subscribers and share um, all this information with people right now. So I would say if any time is the time, it's now, and, and score all those free. Like the the top-selling product is VR Secrets of the Trade, and I did three very, very um, sort of hard-hitting interviews with Homeway, FlipKey, and TripAdvisor listing experts. You know, asking what what works, what doesn't, what are the biggest mistakes, um, what are the biggest secrets that no one knows about, that kind of thing. So, if you're a vacation rental owner right now and you want these sort of these new ideas just to kind of get inspired, um, I would hop on over. All you need to do is hit "Give me the freebie," and it's yours.
0: Oh, wonderful! Well, I'm going to uh, I'm going to spend the rest of my day downloading. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, at the um, at the Home Away Summit. Um, when when we were standing out in that um on that uh, networking evening in that wonderful temperature, which I'm missing a little.
1: That was so nice, wasn't it?
0: It was lovely. It was lovely. Um, but you asked me where I thought the business would be in five years, and that that sort of it floored me a little bit because the business is moving so fast. Um, I just haven't really focused too much on on where it's going. I think I'm. Uh, may, maybe it's the time of year we're we're very focused on our, uh, <clears throat> on our current, uh, current rentals and trying to fill up for this for the summer here in our, in our particular location. But I want to turn the tables and um, ask you the same question. Where do you think we're going to be in five years? That's
1: a great question. Oh, I, I and you asked, asked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think the vacation rental, rental industry is so new. I mean, it's really only about 20 years old, right? And, and in the scope of hospitality, that is, that is just nascent. And I think the next five years are going to surprise a lot of people, and, and maybe not in such a good way, to be honest with you. Um, I think this sort of the growing pains that you're seeing right now with um, various scams and phishing and owner complaints and... and fiascos like what happened with the Airbnb um, incident. I think those are just the, the tipping points, to be honest with you, and I think this industry is going to go through a lot more of that turmoil um, before it can really establish itself. So while it might be very ripe for the picking for an owner who's enjoying you know, his rental book year-round, um, I think more and more competition that enters the market is going to make it a lot more challenging for owners uh, and travelers alike to to find consistent um, results from an owner's perspective and consistent vacation experiences from the from the traveler's perspective. Um, so I really do think that the next couple of years are going to be both good and and bad in the industry. Um, it's not going to be a perfectly um, upward trending curve, and I think uh, not unlike when I first arrived in Panama when things were um, just getting off the ground in terms of, of real development. Um, there are these very natural but ugly um, hurdles that the industry needs to get over and I think for the next couple of years there, we're going to be seeing a lot of them. Um, I also think that right in the next couple of years is really going to be the time for, for successful owners to set themselves apart from, from the rest. Um, you know the owners who, like we said earlier, are kind of just sitting around and complaining about not getting enough listings or homeway not putting their their listing high enough in the order. Um, those are going to be the guys in several years that are more or less out of business, um, like you mentioned, more and more competition coming to the marketplace. yes, more and more travelers are starting to choose vacation rentals as well, um, but I don't see that that growth as particularly analogous. If one traveler decides that he wants to stay in a vacation rental, it's not nearly as impactful as one owner saying, hey, I'm going to put my home on the market. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's a much different dynamic there. And I think owners are going to experience a lot more competition. I think there's going to be a lot of sort of chaos for the next couple of years. But I think people who are making the smart decisions now and who are carving out the right niches and doing things the right way are certainly going to be the ones that are on top five years from now.
0: Yes, I'm I'm seeing that uh, that a lot. Certainly, when you're saying about people doing things uh, the the right way, um, something I say to to a lot of you know, I'm speaking to a lot of new owners um, in our uh, in in Ontario when they're looking at uh, at starting out, is that you're not just renting out your property; you are becoming a provider to the travel industry, and and that sort of knocks some of them back when they think, oh, you know, I I just expected to. Put an ad out and get people to come and pay, pay and stay, and and not complain, and and I think because the demographic has changed so so enormously in in the past ten years or so, and people are coming with uh, travelers are coming with with entirely different expectations, and unless owners uh, hook into that and become uh, more proactive and customer focused, and this is not to say that a, that not a lot of them already are, but. Uh, they 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 need to come into the business with uh, with a different perspective now um, and I think that's going to that's going to change when uh, the past few days and I don't know if you've um uh, I did a blog post um about a couple I met on the cab on the way back to the airport and I did a mm-hmm. um a review on their listing and just the comments that have been coming back with people saying, you know please can you review my listing?" Um, has has been um, you know quite phenomenal, and when I've been looking through those, I've been seeing how standards are are really rising, particularly in things like you know photography and um, and and video. And it's the it just my 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 view of it is that over the next five years, owners need to step up their uh, their focus on making everything as perfect as it can be for the traveller. Um, and that's why, that, and that's where they'll make their choice. And that, that's why my, my presentation was was the power of wow. If you don't wow people, they'll just move on to the next one. Um,
1: absolutely, absolutely, and I think, and just to add to that, I think that the, another resonating theme at the, at the summit um, was that in vacation rentals, most people's properties are spectacular, and most of the experiences that travelers get at these rentals are far beyond anything else, any of the other variables we're considering here. So in that sense, we're in a great position, right? There's a lot of really great vacation rental experiences to be had, and on the product end of the, of the sales process, owners are doing an absolutely great job once they get the guest in their rental. It really just boils down to how can you generate that, that mm-hmm. momentum? How can you really get enough guests in that rental to, to, to start doing serious business? So I couldn't agree more with everything you say, and, and to be totally honest with you, I'm totally humbled to be interviewed for your blog, because you are now, how many years of, of blogging?
0: Oh, uh, I think it's 2000
1: and th- 2003. Yeah, fascinating. I'm, I'm way behind you, but I'm just very honoured to be on your blog, Heather. It, it was great to meet you at the at the summit, and, and I really look forward to doing some work with you as well.
0: Well, I think that's, that, that's going to be uh, hopefully coming fairly soon, and we're, we're going to get into discussion about that. So, Matt, it's been absolute joy to uh, to talk with you we uh you know it, it was great to meet you uh, uh in phoenix we touched on a lot of things and it's a bit of like minds i did notice you have that analytical brain and my so you're you seem to be very left-brained i'm very right-brained i think we could actually work really well together so uh, Absolutely. so <laughs> we'll be we'll be covering that off soon but for now let me just thank you for taking the time to talk to me share a lot of of what you're doing why you're doing it, how you're doing it. And uh, and I'm sure my listeners are going to find that really, really valuable. And uh, And have a safe trip back to Panama.
1: Terrific. Thanks for the opportunity, Heather. It was great.
0: Okay. Thanks very much, Matt. Bye-bye. Okay. Ciao. Well, thank you very much, Matt Landau, for such a great interview and for sharing your insights into the vacation rental industry. It was a real pleasure to speak to Matt. And as I mentioned in that interview, we do have a couple of things that we are talking about, you know, a couple of joint ventures we might start up together. So uh, I am quite excited about that. And of course, you'll be hearing more about that. So if you enjoyed this uh, episode of Vacation Rental Success, I would really love it if you could head on over to iTunes and, and leave me a testimonial, some feedback. That would be absolutely great. The more people we can we can get leaving feedback on the uh, on the iTunes page, then the higher this podcast goes up in the rankings, which uh, which would be really great to actually move it up a little bit more. I'm really enjoying spending time doing these these interviews and I've got some great ones lined up. Um, I'm going to be talking to a couple more people that I met at, at the summit. And uh, I'm going to be talking to a couple more people that I met at the summit, some experts in the vacation rental field so, uh, so keep a lookout for those subscribe to the podcast. If you subscribe, then of course, uh, each new episode will just drop into your inbox as soon as it's published. So on that note, I'm going to uh, close off now and get this episode published. And then I'm going to be working on some more blog posts. So there's so much I learned at the summit that I, I want to write about. Um, so those, uh, those posts will be published in the next, uh, over the next couple of weeks, and uh, there's a few more interviews that I have to set up and uh, and get get going. So for now, I'd like to thank you once again for taking the time to uh, to stop by and and listen to Vacation Rental Success. Your listening and your contributions in the comments and on iTunes are so much appreciated, and I'd just like to thank you for being here. And I'm going to look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thank you.